know, buddy. Been a, been a pretty chill weekend, man. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I wish I could say the same thing. Yeah, I I didn't do much. We, we did a big fire this weekend, but. Burning Man? Close. Oh, we'll talk about that. It was pretty close. Yeah, it was close to Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs> what did you have going on? Uh, well, you know, college football's back. Okay. Cool. So, so your boy puts on that Carolina blue. Uh-oh. And uh, does his thing and watches the Tar Heels see if they can win. <laughs> see if they can win. And they did. Okay. Yeah, they beat South Carolina. It was Battle of the Carolinas. Well, that's uh, good news. Yes. Right. For North Carolina. Yeah. Bad news for South Carolina. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, it was the uh, Dukes-Mayo kickoff oh. game. Oh. It was really weird. Uh Sponsored by Mayo. I don't <laughs> I don't indulge. Um my buddies call it food glue. I don't like mayo at all. But anyway I don't like that saying. Yeah, it's really horrible. That's kinda gross. That's coming from like a an actual uh chef. Oh went to culinary art school and calls it food glue, baby. Uh but no man, it was dope, man. We was right. we out there to uh, Bank of America Stadium, we tailgated, uh some some beers. Yeah. Shots, some beer pong, and then went and watched the game. And yeah, Carolina won 31 17. So oh. let's go, Heels. Let's go. Off to a good start for the season. <laughs> it was uh, me and my buddy Nathan Schrode, and we were uh, we were with a bunch of other people, but they were South Carolina fans, and we were Got surrounded it. by South Carolina fans. So mm. it was like this sea of like that dark red that they wear. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Us in our Carolina blue polos were like. It's like a dot out there as well. We're just going to talk junk the entire time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you know what we're here for. Yes. Yeah. Every touchdown, we're going to do something really ridiculous. Um, <laughs> no, nah, it was definitely a good time. Uh, re- recovering still. Oh, no. um, like uh, Danny Glover from Lisa Webb. I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I continue to do it. Well, you know. Uh not the only one, I Car- assume. Carmen goes, why do you have to go so hard? Like, he said, why do you not go hard <laughs> enough? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Right? Yeah, right? Man. Uh, but, no, it was definitely fun. We're uh, going up to the games in Chapel Hill every other Saturday. So, yeah, going to make that happen, man. Good deal. All right, brother. Uh, happy Labor Day. No, oh, appreciate that. We are working. The man got us working on Labor Day. What the <laughs> hell is wrong with this dude? Here's that damn boss of ours. Yeah, whoever made Mondays, the thing is uh, just the worst, just man. Just the worst out Gosh, there. So, guys, <clears throat> happy Labor Day to everybody. I know this drops on Thursday, but I hope you had a good Labor Day when oh, you yeah. hear this. Um, might do some grilling and chilling tonight. That's what we're going to be doing. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. Well, we uh, had a little... My first fire, my big fire pit out there. Okay. Uh, Saturday. It's a nice night. Saturday was a nice night. It was gorgeous. As and soon as that, that sun dropped. Yeah. So we lit that thing uh, up, and it was a good time. Awesome. Uh, nothing uh, Nothing exciting happened with it. Right. it just burned real real safely. Right. That's important. You know, so, so that was good. That's a good thing. You didn't stick. Nicholas Cage in a humongous wooden effigy and burn it at the end of the movie, I like Wicker Man. <laughs> I didn't see that one, but oh, 
that uh, you, you did. You're we not didn't do anything. that. <laughs> we did not do that. It weird. It was, it was when he started doing all his weird movies. Gotcha. It was like the first. And then he did that one. Was like pig. Didn't he do that pig movie? Which everybody said was actually a good movie. Did not see that one. I'm not watching that movie though. So, hey guys, speaking of uh, burning people in an effigy, we got some news for you. Oh yeah. All right, team. So. What is going on out there at Burning Man 2023 over there in a Black Rock Desert? Uh, I believe it's the opposite of burning things. Right now. <laughs> it's, everything is so... <laughs> <laughs> the exact opposite of what they wanted to do out that there. That sucks, man. Okay, so like, <laughs> I, I, I know a little bit about Burning Man... But it is one of those festivals for you to basically, like, I've talked to a couple people who have went, and I've read some things. Mm -hmm. It's not a place that I would ever go to. Like, (laughs) I would never go to Burning Man. Yeah, we have no business being out there. Mind you, I'm getting closer to 40. That's more of a a 20-year-old game if we're going to do that, you know what I mean? Um, But, you know, you go out there, it's really spiritual one with nature in the desert and you take a bunch of drugs and you kind of cleanse your spirit and stuff like that. And then at the end of the festival, they burn this like 80 foot wooden effigy man thing or whatever. You know, the first one in 86 was eight feet tall and it's gotten up to like 80 feet. So yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. 90 feet in 2008. Sounds like they've they've gotten some engineers involved. Exactly. To build this thing. Got some, Got some good old boys from Caltech involved. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, this year, supposedly, not even supposedly, it is true, man. It just rained out there in that desert. Yeah. It turned, like, in, like, slosh, cementy-type mud. I've been seeing uh, video clips from out there where people are, like, getting stuck yeah. because it's just mud. hmm And people getting out, but not in, like, an easy way. They're just, like... Going as fast as they can and just flooring it, trying to get out of all the mud. There's actually more like, more like clay, like yeah. a, like real thick, thick, but still sinking vehicles and getting stuff stuck. And I saw a video of Chris Rock riding on the back of a pickup truck earlier today. Yeah, so he was, was out weird. there. Diplo was out <laughs> yeah. there, and they got out of there. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's gonna help him get out. Yeah, but I love like all these. Um, uh, helicopters taking like aerial pictures as yeah. well. <laughs> it's like y- y'all just can't chop her down and help people out. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, gotta think about, there's, about there's thousands of people there. Yeah, and they're behind the gates won't open. That's the biggest thing. Mm. They close the gates because it's a private event, mm-hmm. and the gates will actually not open. That's how it's stuck in the mud and mm-hmm. that in that clay type stuff. Everything is so. I hope everybody's doing okay. I uh, wish you all the best. Yeah. I'm glad that Diplo and Chris Rock, you know, are people we need in this country <laughs> to be, you know, to run this country. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> Make sure this country continues yeah, to yeah. go wow. with those two two gentlemen. I'm glad that they're out and back to, you know, doing their thing. So it sucks. I, I really didn't. This really wasn't movie news, but I thought it was like, hilarious and funny and like actually inter- entertainment news yeah and movie news yeah and uh, like i 
I, I would never go to, I'd never, this is like, this is it. Like, I'm like, I've always <laughs> talked about like wanting to go to like one of these like festivals too, you know yeah. what I mean? And like, be out there and rough it. I got a truck now, I hook a trailer up to it or whatever. From someone who's been to some on my, you know, on my own to see them and have actually like performed at some of them. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. No, don't do it. I'm gonna get. I'm just gonna wake. It's a, I'm gonna sleep on that ground. Just wake up. It is next day. <laughs> it is it is a rough few days oh. for for people who enjoy not doing that. Just roughing it. Yeah. Like like it's really just you're out there. Like well, for that right there, you're out there. I mean, it ain't like you're gonna go leave and pick up some McDonald's and come back or <laughs> go out to the hotel or something and come back in the morning. You're just over there, like. You're, you're basically no Uber Eats. <laughs> you're basically driving yourself out to be stranded for a few days <sighs> with a bunch of other people. Yeah, and then like, what if the zombie apocalypse? What if that's ground zero right there? You know, what I mean, you're stuck. Well, at least they're gated in at this point, I guess. <laughs> that's a good thing if you're looking at it as a zombie apocalypse start. These are but, things uh, that like go through my head. Yeah, yeah. At different events. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, that. I mean, Burning Man is its own, its own thing out there. It's crazy, wild. Yeah, wild, there's like because a lot of these festivals, you know, it's a music festival, so they have yeah. a bunch of different artists come through, and then comedians open up for them or whatever, mm-hmm. and then and the different acts. Burning Man, you're right. It's his own thing. There's nothing. There's no like set. There's like the community, y'all just go out there do that thing. If it's music, if it's arts, yeah. if it's just an orgy over here, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like Burning Man is just Cause, wild. Because I've been to like Carolina Rebellion, you know, local, yeah, yeah, yeah. local one, and you know that you go and come. Yeah, for most well, you can camp too, but you're not like stuck in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, like if you feel a point of like I got to get out of here, it's not difficult just to drive like thirty minutes home. See, <laughs> I've, I've been to Carolina Rebellion one time with you. Yeah, yeah, you went with me. Yeah. And um, that was one long day. It was just one just, day we went. Just stupid. There was like, I think, so don't get me wrong. It was really cool to see like all the different bands and everything right, out there. Right. But like, it's the middle of the summer. Everybody's wearing black because you know rock and roll. You got to wear your yeah, black yeah. stuff. Of course, and of course. It was like, no, no. And then me out there like in a pink polo or something, getting my Kanye West on, like wear your your belt with the wells on it. <laughs> Damn right, let's go. <laughs> All right, but anyway, everybody out there at Burning Man, I hope y'all get out and get home safely. Um, yes. Yeah, we, we're definitely keeping y'all in our thoughts during this, this time. Welcome to this episode of Movie in a Pod. I'm Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we're discussing the trailers for Book of Clarence, The Killer, Episode 3 of Ahsoka, and our Movie of the Week, Strays. Let's get into it. Good Labor Day brewski. Got to keep it cold. It's fair. This uh, candle fest thing here, guys. We got some trailers here for you. Uh, the Book of Clarence. Uh, this is coming from our boys Lakeith Stanfield, Benedict Cumberbatch, James McAvoy, directed by uh, Jamie Samuel, and we got 
The Killer, a new David Fincher flick with Michael Fassbender, guys. Uh, you're going to see our full reactions. If you hop onto our YouTube page, mm. you're able to see Javi's beautiful mug. Mm. I mean, the Beard Gang, fire right now, yo, okay? <laughs> guys, you can click that link and the show notes, our link tree, all that good stuff. You can see us and how we rock and roll through this, guys. Uh, don't forget, always, like, share, subscribe. Can't do this without you guys. Love you. All right, team. Uh, according to IMDb here, uh, the Book of Clarence, a down-on-his-luck Jerusalemite, embarks on a misguided attempt to capitalize on the rise of celebrity and influence the Messiah for his own personal gain. Jerry leads on an exploration of faith and an unexpected path. All right, JV. Alrighty. You check out uh, Jamie Samuel's last flick, The Heart of They Fall? Uh, yeah, I think I saw that one. That's the cowboy one. Oh with, yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. big, with big dress. Yeah. Well, he is back with the book of Clarence, man. Give me your thoughts on this trailer. Um, looks uh, kind of a it looks like kind of a mix of comedy, in with like this this story, and I don't really know how to take it. Like, I don't know if it's supposed to be like comedic. Or it just feels that way because they're kind of like um, making all these things a little bit bigger than they're than you would think they would be. Like, uh, yeah, like when he's talking about uh, creating the miracles, he has an idea, and he and the guy we obviously know is not blind. <laughs> like he pulls the blindfold off, bl- the blindfold off, and he's like, "I'm bl- I'm not blind. I can see. I can see. I can see." And that seems like it's going to be kind of funny, but. Is it really supposed to be, or is it just a big act kind of thing in the movie? Yeah. Uh, kind of sitting on the fence here, like, as far as that. And but it seems like it's going to be a really good story of these particular characters. But, yeah, I mean, it didn't give us a whole lot from the trailer. Nah, it did But not. It, it was, like, more of, like, trying to figure it out. Like, what's it supposed to be here? What are we supposed to be seeing? Yeah, man, that's a mark of a good trailer where it just gives you just a little bit for you to for to like hook you to be like, all right, yeah. when does this drop? I cannot wait to see this, right? This is complete expected January twelfth, uh of twenty twenty four. So this is when this is planning on dropping. I, for for one, I love the cast. Benedict Cumberbatch, James McAvoy, Lakeith Stanfield. We just watched him in uh Haunted Mansion, uh Debbie Oye, uh Tiana Taylor, Alfred Woodard, uh Omar Sai uh, Caleb McLaughlin, just like uh, Chase Dillon is in this, like just a lot of great R.J. Seiler, really good cast. And with this cast, man, you're going to get a story about how it's almost two-sided, uh, how they are seeing this guy named Jesus roll through Jerusalem yeah. and perform these miracles and get all this fame and fortune and my man's like, I can do that as well. Yeah. That is a story of right now, if you right. think about it, right? There is so many of these YouTube celebrities or TikTok stars or whatever where like, yo, I can do that as well. Right. And then they think they, and then their mom can do it, and their dad can do it. Like, everybody <laughs> is a TikTok star, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, that's where I think kind of the vibe of this is going. Uh, will he get into some trouble? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> will he uh, have to fight James McAvoy in some way or tell him off or something? Yeah. But that's going to be the 
uh, beautiful thing about this man and the storytelling and how this kind of drives the narrative. Is he all games? Is he all show? Does he really right. have some type of divine power, man? You know, tune in January 12th when this one drops, guys. So yeah. uh, the book of Clarence, we're going to throw us on our socials. Let us know your thoughts, guys. Did y'all like the heart of the, they fall? Jameis Samuel's first uh, film. Uh, what do you think about Lakeith Stanfield? Still rocking and rolling, man, as a oh, front yeah. man. I love that. So let's know your thoughts, team. Yeah. All right, team. Um, <clears throat> according to IMDb, here we have The Killer starring Michael Fassbender. After a faithful near miss, an assassin battles his employers and himself on an international manhunt he insists isn't personal. Uh Thank you, David Fincher. Uh, you're bringing us this movie. It sounds awesome. Yeah. It looks awesome. I mean, it's a David Fincher flick, so I'm already game. Right. Um, And with a killer cast as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, the thing with David Fincher films, man, they are dark. They are melodic. They are very creepy. Um. And they always take you into the mind of your protagonist or sometimes antagonist. Might right. Be the, might be the lead there, but always takes us into the mind of them. That's what he does very, very well. Um, That's all this trailer did was like. Yeah. All you heard was Michael Fassbender's voice, like, reciting his, uh, I guess, his thing to keep him, Manifesto. Keep him in line. There I don't know. know I don't think called. that's what that is. <laughs> Mantra, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yes, yes. Is <laughs> his so, operanda. So you're yes. right there in his mind the whole time, just listening to him uh, repeat this thing in his head, trying to stay on track with his mission. <clears throat> yeah, man. But then we have the mix of the tagline here is that he has to kind of he's battling his employers and himself, right? So like, mm-hmm. it's almost like Fight Club, like. A mission obviously goes wrong. Of course. Where he he goes off of script. Of course. It wouldn't be a movie if he did. It wouldn't be a movie if he didn't, right? (laughs) But it's one of those movies, and we always talk about it, right? Like, the bad guys just win. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, he's got to, like, do something where he has to save somebody, right? And he does something off script. But the thing that's going to be interesting to me and what David Fincher does very well is, like, he's battling himself. Like, that's straight out of fight club yeah type thing and to see that on screen is going to be really dope michael fassbender one of the best in the game mm-hmm. right now um i'm excited for this one this drops on netflix november 10th um i will have my behind on the couch watching this and this is one that we <laughs> might have to definitely throw on our season six slate man this looks like fun cool, cool deal all right team we're gonna throw some on our socials let us know your thoughts what is your favorite david fincher film in michael fassbender Leading man mm. still, right? Mm. Sexy, sexy, sexy. Doing it. Let us know your thoughts. All right, brother. Still rocking and rolling with uh, Dave Filoni's Ahsoka. Yes. We got episode three. Uh, Hera tangles with the New Republic. Politics while Ahsoka and Sabine Wren voids to a distant planet. JV, mm-hmm. your thoughts on this episode, brother? Um, a lot of action this one. A lot going on, a, little, a lot of space. Cranked it up, bro. A lot of space time. Yeah. Hanging out. Uh, hyperspace jumping. Very important. Uh, space wells. Space wells. Space wells out there. That has a specific name. I don't remember what it was called. It's fine. <laughs> um, 
Star Wells, I think is what they're actually Okay. Called. Okay. Uh, yeah, picking up, having a little bit more battles, kind of um, moving in and out of scenes pretty quick. Yeah. Um, a lot, a lot of story was in this episode. Um, but both would look really good. Like, uh, well, you know, it, it looked like Star Wars franchise, obviously. You know, they kind of got a, a look and feel no matter what movie or show you're in. Uh, but I did enjoy the uh, the the spaceship battles. Yeah, in this one that was really good. Uh, Soka like just being out on the wings of the spaceship and stuff was wild. <laughs> it's pretty badass. Just yeah. uh, lightsaber fighting other ships. It was crazy. Yeah, do what you gotta do, man. Yeah, <laughs> but like the like I said, the 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 most beautiful part of the show. This uh, particular episode was them flying down through the planet and going through those, like, star wells. Yeah. And that was just a big scene in general, like a big, uh, a big wide camera shot for those to look as good as they did. Oh, yeah. How about you, man? What do you think about this? Yeah, man. So, it is picking yeah. up. Yeah. Um, I know I you like fell asleep a few times. I, I did. <laughs> I, I did. With this one, I stayed awake the entire time. Yeah. Mind you, I was eating my breakfast while I was doing it, you know, so it's going to keep me up. Whatever keeps you going. Little, yeah, yeah. little bacon and eggs, you know what I <laughs> mean? Um, <laughs> but no, man, this is getting better for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Where we are getting a little more action, and I like the stories that give you the action and exposition in one, right? Who can mm-hmm. do both? Um, there's a lot of time where they are flying around and doing the space battles and stuff. And a lot of exposition can be dropped there. I really enjoy that. I do like that. They are still building. Like, I feel like the payoff in Ahsoka is not going to be all that great. Right. At the end, because Filoni's gearing up for the payoff in his star Wars movie. Right. So we're like, Ahsoka's going to get us there. But we're going to have to still wait for the movie to drop next year or two years or whatever. Yeah. Um, but no, this is this is getting fun, man. I, I like that she is taking her Padawan under her wing. And she's, Sabine is not listening, but yeah. wanting to listen at the same exact yep. time. Their relationship is very weird. Um, but I'm really joking. My, my favorite is still the the droid, Huang, David Tennant, just one of my favorite actors on the planet. Um, he's definitely doing his his thing. Definitely star of the show right now. Yeah, yeah, just it's, <laughs> just a great attitude on that droid. Because <laughs> like he obviously works. He's the droid. He's a, a uh, Ahsoka's droid, but yeah. at the same exact time, he's like, I'm not really listening to you. I'm just gonna do my <laughs> yeah. own thing. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna talk shit the entire time. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, we're still rocking with Ahsoka. Um, I. Thought it was going to come out stronger than what it is, but it's still a very good, tight story. And I'm going to hold everything until the end, but I like that we're building. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. Put, it, I'll put it like that, guys. All right, guys, we're going to throw uh, this episode on our socials. Let us know your thoughts. You're still rocking and rolling with this uh, series. Uh, what's been your favorite episode so far? One, two, or three? Not a lot Ooh. to choose from right now. No, but not hey, a lot. But yeah, I'd like yeah. to hear from you guys. So since we started watching this, me and my brother, uh, we started going back through Star Wars movies. I mean, we started on episode one. 
We made it to episode three. Okay. Uh, so you got through Jar Jar Binks. You got to the Clone Wars. Yeah. Or what is Attack of the Clones? Yeah, now we're on uh, did, Revenge did, of the Sith. Did you finish Revenge of the Sith? Not yet. Okay. Or did you, have you started it? We've started it, yeah. Okay. We're just kind of watching it as we have time. That's my favorite in the in that trilogy. It's a good one. It's a good one. That's a really we, good one. We did cross over, um, is it Rebels? Like the series, animated series? Yeah. Which is like seven seasons. So we were like, yeah, well, we'll figure that out later. Because I was watching it, the timeline suggested by Disney. Yeah. Ooh. So episode oh. one, two... And then Rebels was the series. That's where Ahsoka comes into play. Yeah. But it's like seven seven seasons, and there's like 14 episodes in each one. 22 minutes long. So too. I was like, let's just go ahead and move on to episode three. We'll figure that part out yeah, later. Yeah, we'll figure it out <laughs> later, guys. So so we're we're pushing through them right now. Okay. Good time. Okay. Definitely want to. So I have uh, our, our buddy Mitchell. Uh, he has only seen one Star Wars movie. Okay. Uh, he took his fiance to go see um, Rise of Skywalker. No clue what's going on. No clue. No clue. He thought it was the worst movie ever, did he? Just said it was like a. It was just a movie. Yeah, because that's, good, all, not that's bad. all it was. It was just a movie. <laughs> there was no like lore to, for him and everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm like me and Darren, you know, we we play Madden every Saturday morning. Me and Darren are like, dude, you if your girl, if your fiance loves these movies. That's a date. That's an easy date night, bro. Yeah, just episode one. Start episode one. Run through it. Every, yes. Y'all can just watch a Star Wars yeah. movie, and then you will know. That was the interesting thing. I'm like, just so you know, once we get to episode four, we're going back in time. Like, yes. Like, we're moving forward in time, but we're going back in time at the <laughs> yes. same time. He's like, what do you mean? You'll know when we get there. Oh, right? your brother's never seen him? No. Oh, this is awesome yeah. now. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, Oh, God. I'll yeah. just to be like well, him right now. He he knows what's going on. Yeah. But picking up on the lore of, like, Anakin and uh, the relationship. Padme and all that yeah. stuff and getting up to, to Luke and Leia, he, has no, he still has no clue that of where, like, Luke and Leia came from. He understands where Luke is. Yeah. But he hasn't he doesn't understand that part of the the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's been, we've been watching him, he's enjoying him. Like so we were he were watching Ahsoka, he's like he's like, oh, this is pretty awesome. I was like, well, we can just uh, just hop be, on Disney Plus. Just be, just, dude, I'm so, oh gosh, dude. <laughs> well you right here you just have it all laid out for you, right? Oh, it's so easy. There's, yeah. no, there's no years between. And then but like even us growing up, right? Like I watched Four, five, and six in that exact order yeah. a million times. Yeah. And that's all I had. Yeah. And then, you know, turn of the century, we got the prequels. Yeah. And so that's all we had. Right. right? And it was just like, this is perfect. <laughs> I'm good to go. <laughs> good to go. But then, like, um, the Force Awakens drop, and we're just like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, oh my God. Yeah, like, yeah. Just to be your brother right now, yeah. man. That's just, oh, I wish I could do that all over again, man. Yeah, so we're having a good time. He's enjoying them. Good deal, man. Yeah. I'm super excited. About it. I gotta get, I gotta get Mitchell to do it as well, bro. Yeah, so. you know, it's something, something to learn about, about learning that backstory and it kind of being able to just start at episode one and move forward. Everything's connected, now. man. Yeah. Everything is connected. Damn family. So, 
All right, brother, you ready to jump into this week's movie? Yes, sir. All right, team. We have we Ooh. have a very interesting flick this week. We have Shrays. Uh, this came out just last week uh, here in the good old year of 2023. This one's directed by Josh Greenbaum, written by Dan Peralt. For now, we got a $46 million budget. Box office only brought in $27.4 million so far. Yeah. Uh, it's been out for a minute now, so not good. Starting this one, we have uh, Will Forte as Doug, Reggie's former owner. Uh, that's the only human I'm going to mention right now. Uh, <laughs> the voices of, of the dogs, we got Will Farrell as Reggie, a Border Terrier, Jamie Foxx as Bug, a stray Boston Terrier, Isla Fisher as Maggie, an Australian Shepherd, Randall Park as Hunter, a Great Dane. That's pretty much our main main cast for the, for the movie. All right, all right, all right. Uh, go ahead and give us that quick synopsis of this movie, man. So Reggie gets abandoned by his owner uh, multiple times, but manages to make it back home. Uh, this last time, he gets sent out a little further, uh, and on his way home, he makes some friends, and pretty much you get an R-rated, homeward boundish journey back home so he could uh rip off one of Doug's appendages. Well guys, I gotta we're gonna close down the pod right there because that's literally all my notes say. <laughs> that it's an R rated homeward bound. <laughs> literally. Okay. I hate you, Avi. That's what it is, right? That's I hate all it you is. so much, right? <laughs> that's that's all I got from it was uh, <sighs> as far right. as a uh a quick summary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and jump into this, man. Uh, let's start with Will Forte, and then we'll jump into the animal. The, yeah, yeah. The dogs there. So we have Will Forte as Doug. He's Reggie's former owner. Um, he is a piece of trash. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty much uh, garbage in this movie. Yeah, man. He um, has a girlfriend, but has a side girl as well. Uh, she, his girl, his living girlfriend got the dog and he got upset about it. <laughs> all he does is smoke pot all day. Right. He gets checks from his mom. Uh, he's a real piece of work. And after he blames Reggie, the dog for everything. Oh yeah. yeah. All of his mishaps. Of course, of course. He had two girls. Now he has zero. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's yep. getting evicted. Yeah. Uh, Reggie broke his favorite bong. Like, why would you put it right there? Yeah. Um, with the dog in the house. So, like, you know, he just blames him for everything. So, he treats the dog like crap. Yep. Uh, and hates the dog and then plays this game with the dog. Not a game. He's trying to get rid of the dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and throws the ball very, very far. Make sure the dog does not find his way back home. <laughs> dog always every finds time. his game. Every he's terrier, time. baby. He's going to find his way home. So, uh. That's Doug, and he is a piece of work, and he is our antagonist of the film. Right. Let's jump into the uh, voice cast here, and we'll start out with uh, Will Ferrell as Reggie, Border Terrier. Talk to me, brother. Um, really makes you uh, – Will Ferrell brings out this uh, personality in this dog where you really is like – I'm pretty sure that's what dogs think. Like, yeah. Like – 
they're human can do no wrong. Because it doesn't matter what you do, the dogs is all, the dogs always there. Yep. Uh, Un- unconditional love. Yes. And it's what he shows, like, no matter what. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, we're going further and further out. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, as far as this uh, game. Uh, but this dog's just the cutest dog. Oh, dude, he's so yeah. cute. And, you know, everything he says, like, as far as what Doug says about Reggie, he's just being a little puppy. About an untrained puppy. Yeah. And even though he's like lost for, you know, I guess it's a day maybe. Is it like a day? It's uh, it's two nights. So two nights? At least two or three yeah. days, yeah. Yeah, because they sleep. That's actually probably like three nights, mm-hmm. actually. Uh, but like, he's just like, yeah, I gotta get home to Doug. He's probably, uh, probably worried about me. You know, <laughs> I'm there to make his life better. Yeah. <laughs> When a rally, Doug's like, nah, you just need to stay away. Uh, I don't know if Will Farrell's voice really worked for me as Reggie, but like his attitude was was really was really good. I I actually loved it, man. Did I you? loved it because you get he's so gullible. Right. Uh, I mean as far as like the personality, yeah. But like I don't for some reason like I don't know why his voice just never like quite clicked in as like what I would think of for a little dog. Like oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like a little docile and cute yeah, yeah. and everything. Like that's the vibe that they were going for. And like yeah. he does it. Because like Will Ferrell has a bunch of different voices, right? Exactly. Yeah. His voice was up here the entire time. And I'm yeah. Reggie. You know what I mean? I just yeah. got to get back to Doug. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, no, he's just waiting for me, guys. Yeah. Right? That that worked because it was that it brought on that unconditional love yeah. type type vibe. And so it definitely worked. For for me, like gotcha. it was, it was different for Will Ferrell. Yeah, um, but I thoroughly enjoyed it there. So, let's talk about his uh, his other terrier buddy. Oh boy, uh, Jamie Foxx's bug, a stray <laughs> Boston terrier. Now, <laughs> definitely the highlight of the film right here was Bug. They just let Jamie Foxx just like do whatever the hell he wanted. Oh yeah, to do, say whatever yeah. the hell he wanted to do here. Um, my favorite scenes, I'll describe and say, well, my favorite scenes is when they're just kind of doing their homeward bound, like walking shots and yeah. these like in the aerial shots and you see them and they're just like riffing and talking and shit. Right, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Jamie Foxx just, just going ham. Uh, I love those. But, uh, Bug is a dog who is a stray. He, uh, doesn't trust humans. Right. Uh, has a code, has systems, has processes and... <laughs> Like, he is the prototypical, like, how you would imagine a shrey in the city lives. Right. Right? Like, I don't want to get caught by animal control or anything, yeah. so I need to figure that this out, right? How do I get around? When do I make moves and stuff there? How do I yeah. get pizza? That was a beautiful scene as yeah. well, man. Because <laughs> like, you're just, like, Scraps Night. What the hell is Scraps Night? Yeah. Like, are these going to go to, like, a trash can or the, the, the trash can open? No. Yeah. I like a Megan's like drop the pizza, drop the pizza. Young kids <laughs> hang out on patio bars in the yep. in the summer, and yep. as soon as they drop something because they're intoxicated, yep. they're gonna run in there, bro. And it was timing was beautiful. Great, great plan, great plan. Yeah, man. But um, that must have been like a Friday night. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> it's Friday or Saturday. You you were not out. <clears throat> you were home at the fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like hanging out with damn kids. <laughs> I got 70 acres right yeah. now <laughs> and a shotgun. Try him, guys. 
Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, you learn more and more about Bug and why the way that he is, right? And that's yeah. that's just good storytelling. When you, no matter what the character is or who the character is, um, you have a very strong second man and they have all these different process procedures and you know stuff stuff like that there's a reason why they're like that right? yeah why you, you feel that emotion that hurt behind his eyes um but you don't know why yeah the story does a good job of laying that out all right team and then we have maggie uh played by voiced by isla fisher and australian shepherd uh maggie was a very interesting addition to this team right were like you were you was expecting especially with her like prim and posh australian voice that she was going to be like a girly girl type dog right she was down for whatever with the yeah, boys right she really was yeah <laughs> yeah I really like that about her man talk to me uh yes we see maggie and she's like uh well she owned she was owned by somebody and then they got a smaller dog right that kind of what the story was. A little frou-frou dog. Yeah. <laughs> which, was, which was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, like, because they had all the, the, like, three or four owners of the little tiny dogs, mm-hmm. and they were standing there being exactly like their owner. Uh, yeah, she is down to do whatever. Like, they said, let's go on this journey. She said, let's go. And. Let's make it happen. She had a little, she had a little crush on Hunter. She, he was out there swinging that thing around. That thing was swinging, swinging. bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> One of the cool traits about uh, Maggie, and it's just her dog type being Australian Shepherd. They have really good noses. Uh, yeah. Can smell really, really well. And that was definitely outlined in the movie several times. Yes. Um, <laughs> and like the one scene where she has to smell the scarf. Yeah. And, like, she smells the entire adventure or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You can see the different. Scenes, yeah, all the different scenes that she's like smelling, and then she goes, "Oh, nope, there's red this way." <laughs> nah, definitely. Like, we just smells like urine. <laughs> Everything smells like pee over here. But definitely a uh, good, uh, a good addition to the team there. Yeah, just one of the dudes. Basically. One of the dudes. One of the dudes hanging out there. All right, you know what? Isla Fisher did the same exact thing in Tag. She was trying to be one of the. Did you ever see Tag? No, I never watched that movie. She just wanted to be one of the guys. Like, it was about the, the four or five best friends that play tag yeah. into, like, their 30s and 40s. Yeah. Jeremy Renner was in that, too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. She's married to one of the guys, and she just wants to play the game with them. Yeah. Right? She's like, I just want to be one of the guys, damn it. So <laughs> she, she plays that character quite often, like, yeah. more of the tomboy-ish. Still, you know, usually still, like, sexy. Yes. But has that attitude of, of I'm a guy kind yeah. of thing, yeah. Treat me like one of one of you guys. Yeah. So all right. We also have Randall Park as Hunter at Great Dane. And he, <laughs> an ex an ex canine officer, now a therapy dog for the dying or something of that nature. Yeah, yeah. For <laughs> Yeah. That I think he was my favorite character through the movie. Um I just enjoy Randall Park. I it took me until like the end of the second act and I'm just like the, you know, you're the whole time you know it's Will and Jamie. Yeah. Without even knowing them from the poster. Yeah. You know it's Will and Jamie. But then you're like, Isla Fisher, or is that I didn't pick up on Isla Fisher. I thought it for, was for um uh the girl from Neighbors. 
the Australian actress from Neighbors, so I thought it was at first. Okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't pick up on the... I couldn't match the voice at all. And I'm then uh, I was like, the credits came, and I was like, oh, Isla Fisher, of course it was. No. <laughs> but she's never used her damn accent. Like, she yeah. never used her natural voice. Yeah, but Randall Park, right off the bat, I was like, oh, this dude. You knew it was him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it took me a minute, because I was just like, dude, who is this? He's, he has, like... You know, it's funny, like a, ther- a therapy dog. He has a super calming voice. <laughs> yes, he does. It's so perfect. <laughs> he, he, doesn't, he doesn't get too excited. He doesn't talk like uh, with a lot of uh, ups and downs in his voice. He's just very soothing, calming voice yeah. and very chill guy. And that was Hunter as well. He's just like, yeah, we're, uh, you know, maybe I should go talk. Well, he's like, maybe I should go talk to him. I'm a therapy dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, just, just great guy, and you know he also has a crush on Maggie. It's that oh, yeah. will they, won't they type vibe the entire movie. Right. Um, you know, it's the story inside the story is what it is with them two, and he he's also another great a- addition. Uh, the thing with him is like you want somebody who like when you see a great Dane. They appear very scary, but Great Danes are like some of the best dogs on the yeah. planet, right? As far as just like being good, chill dogs. Yeah. They can be aggressive, but oh, yeah, yeah. only if their owners do that. But he's super chill. I I love that. And it was, I'm just mad at myself that it took me forever to like pinpoint who that yeah. was. Because, like, you know, at one point you're just like, who the hell is that? I've seen, I've heard that. Yeah. Damn it, Randall Park. Yeah. Crap. So. <laughs> And I, I definitely uh, love these four. You know, right. We also get, like, Rob Riggle as the, the police dog, obviously. Oh, yeah, so yeah. F- <laughs> Sophia Vergara plays a couch. <laughs> Voice is a couch. Josh Gad is in this. Uh, you know, Phil Fillmore says both of So we got some good voice talent in this movie here. Yeah. Uh, I will say this, man. The homeward bound type sets that we have here. Right. And the way that it was set up, right? When he's going to the city, he's in the back of the truck, he sees the devil. <laughs> he, sees the, he, sees, he sees he sees the, the triangle in the sky, right? Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. The the cone. And the the cone. And he sees the cone, right? And then he sees the hamster wheel or whatever he called yeah. it, right? And on their way back on their on their homeward bound journey, uh, he explains this to the team, and they're like, "I have no clue what the hell you're talking about, but we we'll right. just have to figure it out." Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's <laughs> like I don't remember <laughs> seeing like actually seeing the devil all the exactly, way out there. Exactly. So when you finally like get to him, hilarious, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great. To see. They're, just, they're just so mad at him. <laughs> The, the lines they spit out for that particular <laughs> scene are fantastic. Yeah, just the best, man. Just the best. But then, you know, we have the, the city, which is, like, you know, how Bug gets around. And that's what he's good at. And then we got yeah. the fair, uh, the the wilderness type thing with the Girl Scouts and stuff like that was really, really dope. Uh, I, I don't like it, man. They had a little bit of different settings for these dogs to play and interact with. Yeah. When they got captured in, in the canine uh, animal shelter or whatever, yeah. right? So they had a couple of different things for these animals, for these uh, the writer director to go ahead and work with with these animals. Man, I really definitely enjoyed that. 
Um, and then it was just like the music was just a vibe. I I, sw- I felt like I was just on a homer. It was just an adult homeward bound. Dude. Yeah, just the entire time, man. Just definitely a vibe there. So, oh, yeah, was, man. I think the theater laughed laughed really, really hard and loud at the the billboard yeah. scene. <laughs> Because it went on for a long time. It was a long scene for what it was. Yeah, you know, sometimes you just kind of can let things rock as far as let them just, like, you have these great voice casts. Yeah. Let them kind of do their thing, and they <laughs> exactly. let them right there. That was one of those moments. They just yeah. let them rock. So, no, nah, I definitely enjoyed that, man. Uh, I do have a theme for this oh, movie. Oh, all right. Uh this movie is like Renfield and it's about toxic relationships mm-hmm. and the one person thinking they are in a good relationship, but not right. Uh, for the record, Doug's character should have never kept a dog in the first place. He did that out of spite. Um, you know, so what happened was his own doing. Right. He definitely was not anything Reggie. He, like you said, he was just a puppy. Yeah. What are you going to do there? Um, but like Reggie, you know, you two have the courage to make it out and find a better life with better people. And that's exactly what this story is about. Um, I will say, say this, man, um, this is an interesting and refreshing how writer directors are telling age old stories in exciting ways. Yeah. That toxic relationship that I got to get out of this relationship story has been told thousands of times, but the way that they did it with Renfield, the way that they did it with this is just kind of fresh and exciting. And, you know, people who have been in toxic relationships may also love animals and or yeah. dogs in particular and come out this movie and it just actually resonate with them. You know what I mean? That's what these, uh, that's what this stuff's about, man. So thoroughly enjoyed that aspect. And just the crop of young talent that we have in Hollywood, not right now because they're on strike. Right. F, F you Disney. Um, but if you try to, Throw some bread. Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> I was just talking about, you know, don't take Star Wars down. I'm in the middle of working right now. Keep that up. Come on. Yeah. So <laughs> they they couldn't afford to take Star Wars. Yeah, down, yeah right? no That's kidding. A, that will drive so many Disney Plus like subscribers yeah. gone in a heartbeat. Yeah. So, uh, but no, it definitely resonates with them. But yeah, give give it up to all the young uh, writer directors who are telling gr- great stories, man. All right, team. So that's our conversation about 2023 Shrays. JV, right. your thoughts and ratings on this one, brother? Uh, this one's going to get a uh, three out of five bucks popcorn for me okay. this week. Um, I enjoyed the, the, the concept of the show, like uh, these these four dogs who are from basically four different places, right? Yeah. Like you got one that works. He's got a, He's got a job. He's got nine to five. Every, man. He's therapy dog. You got one who's just kind of uh, a jealous sibling. Yeah, of a smaller dog that jealous owner, older sibling. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we got Bug, who is uh, basically traumatized from his childhood. Yeah, got trauma from that. And then you have uh, Reggie, who's you know. In that toxic relationship you're talking about, and he doesn't even realize it. So, basically, four friends who are just trying to figure life out. True, right? And they're on the road. They're they're on a road trip. They're going through all this mess, and it's bringing them all together. It's like the Babysitters Club. 
Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a ooh, that one's a throwback there, but that's right. Oh, uh, oh man, uh, train of thought. Just, yeah, we're, just off the, you, rail. off the rails right you, now. Dude, <laughs> off the rails. Come on, dude. We got minutes left <laughs> in the tape. <laughs> uh, editor's gonna kill us. All in all, fun story. Uh, some hilarious scenes with these guys. Uh, three or five bucks of popcorn. Good deal. Yep. What about you, man? Yeah, dude, I'm right there with you. I give this three bucks of popcorn. Um, this, you know, I thought this was going to be more in the city the entire time. Well, more, I know that he's going back home to yeah. do what he needs to do to Doug to get revenge, but... I thought they were going to spend a lot more time in the city for him to kind of understand the way that bug operates and stuff like that. Mm. We got that. We just got that really fast. Really fast, right? yeah, yeah. Um, but then we got most of the time was an adventure story home for him to do the deed that he needs to do, and that culminated in just, like, <laughs> hilariousness, right? <laughs> hilariousness, guys. Um yeah, yeah, you gotta watch, watch. Yeah, that. gotta watch that ending. Do not close your eyes. Um, <laughs> Will Forte gets it, guys. So. Did not expect it, uh, honestly, like that. I did no, I did not. Yeah, it went down a very specific way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, it reminded me of a movie, but I'll talk about that offline. Oh I boy, I can't talk about that. All right. No um, canceling for us today. No canceling for us All today. Right. Not on Labor Day, right? Yeah, can't do it on Labor Day. <laughs> but yeah, th- three buckets of popcorn, man. It was just a great adventure. Um, great voice cast. Good just story, right? Right, right. And like I said earlier, the fact that they're telling a toxic, re- how to get out of a toxic relationship type story in this format, man, I just love seeing things like that. And I'm just really excited for the next crop of writer director teams to to come about and for us to get really good stories that resonates with like people our age you know what i mean that right. that's what I, I love man so yeah three buckets of popcorn highly recommend see this in theaters for some good laughs team all right team thank you for subscribing to this week's episode talking through shrays next week we'll be discussing ticket to paradise it's currently streaming on amazon prime like always, I'm Clyde Smith. You can find me online as I am Clyde D. Smith. I'm Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Instagram at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And like always, keep watching. Oh, man, forget that devil in the sky. <laughs>